Welcome to the Love Not Fear podcast. I'm David Hensel. I'm here with my co-host Eduard Brink. Eduard, what's hey, our topic David. today? Our topic today, let's play a little bit with insight versus results. So the All idea right. is within the Love Not Fear, we approach different topics each time. And let's talk about what are insights and what are results and how do they matter and how do they differ? So I have a nice quote to start with. Results are what you get when you do something. And insights are what you get when you think about something. Hmm. I think you also get insights when you do something. And then let's say if you don't get the result that you wanted, you at least get insights, right? Kind of like from the ideas like if you fail, first attempt in learning, F-A-I-L, that is the takeaway. So you always get some insights if you're open-minded, if you're not defeated, and if you attempt to do it again, you know, if you don't try. But if you actually yeah. do it, like Edison like found 2,000 ways on how the light bulb does not work and then at some point. But he gathered lots of insights yeah. until he found one that works. Nice example, me being a light guy. Uh, so <laughs> Edison was the first one not only to invent the light bulb, but to actually think of how to implement it and, and taking steps towards that, towards getting light in the houses. So... Yeah, but what you're saying, David, is that as a, as a child, you touch something hot and you learn not to do that again. So you don't have results, but you have the insights. have an insight, yeah. 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 Okay. Now, another nice quote is, insights without results are like dreams without actions. Results without insights are actions without purpose. What I like mm. about that is that it links them together. So if you have a result, but you don't have an insight, I definitely agree with the first one, but the second one does not fully click with me. But I agree. I mean, if, if you get results and you didn't do it purposefully, it just happened by accident. You yeah. know, questions like, is it really the right thing to work on? Do you have an example where you were very passionate about working on something and then you left it all together because there were no results? I mean, I'm always passionate about doing new stuff, you know, I like to create new things. And sometimes I get sucked into a project. And then I realized down the line that, hey, there's actually there's not really in line with like what I want to do. It's like a cool opportunity. It's, you know, we can make money with this. I like the people that I'm building this with. But is it really in line with my purpose or the goal that I've set for myself mm -hmm. for, I don't know, like my my personal mission and vision or my 90 day goal or my annual goal, like, is it in line or does this take something away from the thing that I'm really want to achieve? For example, I started a company called speak on with Mark and Jacob, Mark, who's leading task drive on my companies. And he was like very passionate about this idea and said like, okay, dude, I'll support you. We'll build this business together. And then another friend of mine, Jacob, he, I found out that he started a business that was doing basically the same. So I, you know, got him on board. So we're not competing and we're building this together. And it was all fun, but also demanding on my time. And I realized like, hey, this is actually not in line with my mission and vision. It's cool. We already had revenue, et cetera. And I invested quite some time and money, but I decided to cut it and say like, hey guys, you can continue with this. You can have my shares, like, you know, yeah. and it was actually good for them. They, they just had an exit. But by doing this, you know, by holding something, I have to put this down to, to pick something else up. You know, my time is limited yeah. and I want to be focused on something that's really in line with, with what I want. Okay. It's interesting. You said you're picking it up because even a cup, holding a cup is not that hard, but try holding it in front of you for, for an hour. Then the light cup becomes really a burden. Because let's, let's go back. 
I hate the word purpose. I would love to have another word for that. But when you look at the purpose for starting uh, something, I don't buy it that everything you start uh, something, uh, you check in if it, if it resonates with your core value and your North Star and, and your purpose. I think when something is off, then it's the trigger to check. Mm. Why do I actually think about this? I don't, you know, it, for me, it's a little different because I'm looking at my mission, vision, values every day because I have like this planning document inside of Managing Happiness. So I kind of like always run things through my filter and see like, okay, what do I plan to work on this day? Is it in line with, you know, kind of like my, my daily tasks? Are they in line with my quarterly goals? Are they in line with my mission and vision? So it kind of always trickles down. So yep. it's becomes very apparent if I'm, you know, something that I'm working on or looking at my calendar are the things that I'm doing on a daily basis are really in line with my mission, mission values. I'm always amazed of, of how you always circle back to this drive. And yeah, if, if people don't know you, they wouldn't believe it's authentic, but they must meet you in person in order to feel that you're actually living your talk. So that makes you quite special. And by the thank way, you. thank you for these podcasts. I, this morning I was riding my bike to work and I really said, okay, I'm looking forward to this. I enjoy this because it is also a way to structure my thoughts. And I find myself making notes in Notion for things that I can use in later podcasts. So it's like the shelf I can put thoughts mm. on. Thankful for us for doing this. Okay, let me throw another quote at you. Insights are the seeds of innovation. Results are the fruits of execution. But sometimes you need to prune the tree to make it grow better. Mm -hmm. But in, insights being the seeds and, res and results are the fruits. I kind of like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Makes sense. And I also like the, the pruning idea because, you know, you only have a limited amount of time and resources and you want to make sure a few things go really big, you know, versus like if you have some gunpowder, you have a certain amount of gunpowder. If you put a little bit everywhere, it's going to yeah. be like, pfft, but no, no big boom. Yeah. No for entrepreneurs, there's not a, not a school where, to, where you learn how to prune. Sometimes you prune too much. Hmm. You might have killed a brilliant idea right in the butt, and otherwise you're you're way too late. And you'll always know the little voice itself in, inside always tells you when you've been too late, and that is often the case. I think talking okay. about pruning and entrepreneurs, the the biggest issue I see is, you know, the the lost the sunk cost fallacy. Like if you build something, you think, you think oh god, I invested so much into this, and you know it's the wrong thing, but you still keep going because you invested so much into it like having the boss to actually cut something like this I think mm. this is like the biggest you know thing because you invite so many projects into your life and then you have a hard time to say okay this one we're not going to do this even though you invested yeah. time and money into it already and then uh, you can get stuck with this so let's circle back to the, the topic insight versus results what happens if you focus on results too, too much when is it time to lay down the axe and, and start sh sharpening it? What are your ideas on that? I guess the, it's, for me, the big reflections is like definitely once a quarter, looking back at like, you know, what did I accomplish over this quarter? Is it really in line? Did I hit the mark on, on the things that I was set out, set out to do? Mm. Also on my weekly planning sessions on Sundays, I look at my last week, you know, and I rate myself from zero to 10. How did I do? In my professional life, how to do my personal life, how do I do in my family life? How would I rate my performance? And then it's it's always reflection time, seeing like, you know, what, what can I adjust? And is it really still the right thing 
to do because I always set my asset goals, like 90 day goals, and then I have a lot of different tactics to achieve these goals. And sometimes, you know, like in soccer, a tactic doesn't work and then you switch to a different tactic to actually, but still kind of going for, for the same goal. So for, for the listeners, I can imagine that this sounds a bit unnatural. Does it still feel <laughs> unnatural to you? Do you have a fixed time in the week that you do that? And do you truly own it or do you make yourself do this exercise? No, I mean, I mean, I've seen the results of this, so it, it doesn't come, it did not come naturally to me, but it, it's a crutch for me. I realized that when I'm doing this, I'm much better at work, much better to myself, like physically, you know, kind of like mm -hmm. take care of myself and also a much better husband or father. So for me, it's just a crutch to make sure I am, I'm living up to who I want, want to be versus just, just drifting and floating around like a leaf in the wind. So yeah. it's definitely was unnatural in the beginning, but seeing the benefits, you know, then became normal to lose on a regular basis. Yeah. I guess it also has to do with what podcast do you listen to? What books do you read? What is your circle of influence in, in to put the right ideas in your head? And then measure them to your own actions. But, and yeah. This sparks an idea. I watched a podcast, no, a TED talk where the guy said you should consider information the same way you consider food. So you should only put, you know, organic, like positive, hmm. good information to your body, but also not too much, you know, so that you can also not just like learn, but also execute. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a beautiful analogy to prune. You know, do you want to watch TV? Do you want to watch the news? Do you want to like, yeah. kind of like well, what kind of inputs do you want this? I've never heard that one. And it's a beautiful one. I like that. Yeah. And uh, you, I know you're a big fan of the the, the fourth, uh, what, what's it called? Four agreements. On, four agreements that uh, being meticulous with your words. Being impeccable it, with your words. Impeccable. Impeccable is the word. Uh, so that comes up to mind when you speak about this as well. I mean, being impeccable, not only with the words you use, but also the, the uh, Ruiz also talks about the, the information that you gain, uh, that, that you listen to it from a, a beginner's mindset. This is a, quite a big thing with an entrepreneur's organization, the Shoshin mindset. Yeah. We're, we're drifting away from the topic, but I really like the fact that by having this exercise that you do on a regular basis, in your case, it's, it's weekly. For me, it's more quarterly that you can measure your course and, and see if it's time for new insights. And, and ah. for, 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 for me, it doesn't work to do it on, on a quarterly basis only. You know, it's like kind of a, when, you, when you drive somewhere, when a plane flies, you know, you're kind of like off a little bit and you have to kind of mm -hmm. always make this little bit of, of adjustments, you know, to actually stay on, stay on course. You know, when you drive a car, you kind of constantly do like a little bit of this, you know, because yeah. otherwise you would just go like, you know, 5% off when you start here in Frankfurt and yeah. you want to fly to New York, you're going to end up, I don't know where, you know. In, in no, South but what, what I'm talking about is, is to quarterly moving myself to, to a new place, meeting a fixed group of people. And, and oh, okay, okay. This topic. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of both, I guess. Okay, what is it we would like our dear listeners to chew on from this episode? I really love the one that you threw uh, at me. The You mean um, the seeing information the same way you see food? Yeah. yeah. Call to action is think about what are you consuming other than food and is it really serving you, right? Yeah. Is it empty calories? You know, is it just like some, some sitcom or some mindlessly scrolling through YouTube or is it something where you learn something or, you know, when you just want to distract yourself, 
or just chill out are these cheap dopamine hits of scrolling through social media the right nourishment for you or could you do something different that is maybe more rewarding okay yeah i think well, it's cool, cool call to for, for this episode and let's post the the link to this ted talk in, sure. in the show notes yeah awesome thank you yeah. so take what benefits you and yeah if you think other people should hear this as well spread the news and hope to see you soon yes and comment below your main takeaways i uh, would love to hear them awesome till next time